But whenever we only use that, whenever we only use our iPhone or our Google Calendar or whatever fancy calendar functioning electronic option you have over there, you end up missing out on so many unbelievably intentional moments throughout your day that end up going to complete waste. It's really, really hard to make the most of your day when you're not making the most of those in between your appointment times. And that is when my paper planner comes in really, really handy. Welcome to Systemize Your Life. This is your go-to podcast for work-from-home moms who are desperate to reclaim control, find order, and escape the never-ending cycle of overwhelm. Hi, I'm your host, Chelsea Joe. I've dedicated this show to modern women just like you, who are eager to give their very best to their home, family, and work, all without losing themselves in the process. Get ready to discover the systems you need to craft powerful relationships, get organized, keep up on the housework, manage your time like a boss, love those babies well, and maybe even sneak in a date night or two. If you are tired of hopelessly watching life pass you by, then it's time to grab your ticket off that hot mess express and join me in life where systems do all the heavy lifting. This is where you transform your chaos into confidence and take your life from overwhelmed to organized. What do you say, friends? Let's do this. Hey, hey, it's Polly from Horatio Printing. Do you know what time it is? It's officially planner season. Woohoo! Our 2024 dream planners are officially out. They are selling out. So make sure you go grab yours. I have a very special code just for you guys over at the Systemize Your Life's podcasts. I'm a huge fan of Chelsea Joe. She actually um, partnered with us to really recreate part of our planner to implement her training and her systems into this planner. And we have a code for you today, Chelsea 20. That's C-H-E-L-S-I 20. You can use that at checkout to get 20% off. I created this planner to help you really get organized so you can start balancing it all and really dreaming big for the new year. I know you guys are all about systems and making sure that you're productive and just getting your life in order. And I can't think of a better tool than a planner. So head over to HoratioPrinting.com, grab a planner. We also have devotionals and new journals in stock. You can get 20% off your entire cart with the code CHELSEA20. Just want to come over here, bless you guys today, and I hope that you love it. Have a wonderful rest of the day, and the best is yet to come. Well, the best is officially coming, and that is because the 2024 planner is actually sitting in my lap, and I couldn't be any happier. Today, inside of this episode, I'm going to be taking you on a tour of my planner, the planner I've been using for the last five years now, and the top seven ways that I use it to stay productive as a work-from-home mom. Now, listen, I know. Paper planners are either you're diehard and you're so excited for this episode or you're like, okay, what is all the talk about paper planners? Why aren't you guys just using your phone and your Google calendar? It is 2024 basically. And I will tell you and let the cat out of the bag that I am a hardcore hybrid girl. I have mentioned this in a few other podcast episodes 
And the method that I use and that I teach is definitely 100% based on a hybrid method. I use my Google Calendar to tell me the timestamps of the day when I have an appointment, when I'm going to be late for something, when someone needs to be somewhere, which honestly is a lot of my life. But whenever we only use that, whenever we only use our iPhone or our Google Calendar or whatever fancy calendar functioning electronic option you have over there, you end up missing out on so many unbelievably intentional moments throughout your day that end up going to complete waste. It's really, really hard to make the most of your day when you're not making the most of those in between your appointment times. And that is when my paper planner comes in really, really handy. This episode is actually going to be focused on the really intentional ways that I use my planner and not just any planner, but specifically the dream planner, which I really do hope that you go over to HoratioPrinting.com backslash Chelsea. It'll be linked down in the show notes for you to grab. That way you can see what all the rave is about, why I love this planner so much and get some really great visuals as I talk through this whole planner and show you kind of why I use it. You're going to be able to see what that could look like for you as you see the images of this incredibly stunning and gorgeous paper product. Now, you can take these seven tips that I'm giving you and you can apply them to any planner that you use. You'll just have to adapt it. I do, though, sincerely hope that you give the Dream Planner a shot this year. I hope that you use code CHELSEA20 to get 20% off at checkout because that would just be silly if you didn't. But more importantly, I hope that you are able to walk away from this episode with some really incredible productivity ideas and tips for how you can change your current time management processes and turn them into something that is really vital and helpful for you. So if you are taking notes on a piece of paper, I want you to jot down a quick one through seven on your piece of paper. And we're going to go ahead and jump in first to this incredible product that I've been using for a long time. You may hear some pages turning behind me um, because I am just so excited to show you. And I'm really, really super excited um, as we come into a new year because one of my favorite things that I do with my planner is I, you know, I've always loved a good bullet journal And there's so many different planners that I have tried. Trust me, I've tried them all. I'm obsessed with paper products. I love that aisle in Target. Um, But I actually have quite a few of my planners from the past years sitting out here in front of me. And for the most part, I've used it almost identically for a really long time. Some things have changed throughout the way that I have used the monthly spread and You know, I've switched it up, but the things that I'm sharing with you today, these seven ways that I use it, um, have really been the same throughout. And actually I said that I was going to give you seven ways, but I have two bonus options, two bonus tips for you at the very end, (laughs) because I couldn't just give you seven. So technically I guess it's nine if you want to just put an eight and a nine down there, because I do have nine here on my list, but First of all, whenever you get your dream planner in the mail, and these are things that you're going to be wanting 
to look for in any planner, regardless if you get the dream planner by Horatio Printing or not, you're going to want to look for these things in your planner. So first and foremost, what I love about the planner that I use is it's pretty clean and and pretty empty. It is, and that's what I was dying to find was a planner that would give me a space to create what I had in my head. And I think a lot of planners are too busy and there's so much content to get through that it's overwhelming, which is why we bought the planner in the first place. Now, if you can set aside time to really understand the creator's method and really get behind it, that's awesome. And and maybe you have found one that you really love. But when you buy the dream, dream planner, you actually get video modules that come with it with a little um, QR code that you can snap a picture of. And it leads you straight to a couple tutorials and trainings that teach you kind of how to go through the main section of it. But the other part of this planner that I love so much that I did mention in the very last episode is how that beginning section that takes you through the main kind of breakdown of what your goals are and even more so like just looking at who you want to become is specifically what the planner talks about and your big dreams that you have. It goes through some generosity planning and a heart check, your refocus kind of cloud or refocus wheel that talks about your passions, your focuses, distractions, and obligations. And then it takes you through your fundamental needs, which I love so much because that's my system. And so it's nice to have that in there. That is actually repeated four times throughout the dream planner. So you get to go back through that process every quarter. That is what I think sets this planner apart from so many others that just take you through it as if you're only going to need to sit down and, and digest that information at the beginning of the year. Things change so much for us so often. And I think it's just a great practice, even if something hasn't changed to make yourself sit down and go through that assessment every three months. I look forward to the changing of the quarters because of what this guides me through inside of my planner. So here's another really cool kind of just like brief digest of the planner before I tell you the seven things I put inside of it to make it a really useful tool for me. I love that every single month comes with a month layout so I can see the whole month at a glance. I'll talk about some of the ways that I use that now. And then the most important part of every planner is that you have the entire week at one glance every single week stacked between your months. So they call this a daily layout because you can see each day laid out in front of you. And some of the planners actually make them so big that you can only see a few of them between the left and the right pages when you open the book and you lay it flat. I love to see the whole week at a glance. To be able to see that is so incredible. And I don't want to see a bunch of extra stuff on that page. I do have a small to-do list on mine, but it's very small. And I love that. That's on purpose. That's intentional. I think that is such a smart design. And the way that I teach to automate to-dos and to kind of have that systemized, it's really, really impactful because And so much of my systems were actually created to be able to fit this planner 
because I found it before I even became friends with the creator. So Polly Payne is a dear friend of mine. And I actually ended up loving how blank this canvas was that it helped me to get what was in my head out and put it down on paper. So there's a lot of blank space at the bottom, um, on the left and the right pages. And then the top has again, some negative space. There's just a lot of room. And then there's a month at a glance down in the bottom left-hand corner. It shows you what week you're actually in of the month. Um, and then you just cycle through that. I have very specific things that I put in all of that negative space that I think is really important to have, which we will talk about. And then at the end of the month, there's just a plain notes page. And then there is what she has listed as a praise report page. Love that so much. I really do love it, everything about it. And it, it just repeats itself at the very back. Um, there are a few, well, actually the entire year up ahead. So the next year is all laid out at a glance the whole year. So you can kind of check those dates when you need it. And then a few blank pages at the very back of um, the planner. So within side of the planner, here are the seven things that I do and the seven ways that I really make sure I'm using the planner to the best of my ability. I do really make sure all seven, well, actually it's nine, seven plus two bonus tips. <laughs> I make sure that I'm using these things on a regular basis to make sure that this is a really useful tool. So number one is obviously, you know what I'm going to say is for time blocking. I was like, maybe I should talk about this last since everyone knows I'm going to say this, but my five block method I love the vertical layout. So if you're like, I don't know, when you go to buy the dream planner, there's a horizontal and a vertical layout. When you go to buy any planner, there's, you're going to, it's very few and far between that you can find a vertical layout. You're going to want a vertical layout, meaning the day goes from top to bottom and the page, not from left to right. Left to right means your day goes from the left to the right. And then it makes it really not as in my mind visual for the time blocks and the way that I set it up. It is totally possible. I know and I have a lot of students that do prefer um, the horizontal layout, but vertical is definitely what I recommend. And so all the time blocks are in here. Next, number two is my routine stacks that I have inside of my time blocks. So I'm not writing out this huge long list of everything that needs to get done every day. It's automated. I have routine stacks, tells me exactly what to do with just a few letters. Like the before school routine is a BSR. That's all I have to write. And it gets really, really simple, straightforward. And right next to all of those things, the first two, number three, I have layered in here as well are my fundamental needs. My fundamental needs actually get written out in the bottom um, for a really long time, I wrote out what all of my fundamental needs were in my planner over and over and over again. Now I just have them memorized. Uh, Blaine just started doing this whole process with me and he wrote his fundamental needs out in the beginning of his planner and he just refers back to them there. Um, so it becomes just this point of repetition and committing to memory what I want to do with my time and that those first three things are going to change so much for you, but let's move on so I can share the rest of them. Number four are my weekly to do's. Again, I have a small section for the to do's that I need to get done just that week and that week only not what I 
have running in my head that needed to be done six months ago and I just keep putting off like the actual things that I need to get done this week go there. Number five, in the monthly view, I actually track my cycle here. Um, I track a lot of things with my cycle, with my mood, my temperament, my productivity, uh, my actual cycle. I'm change- I'm tracking a lot of stuff in here. Now I used to use it for content purposes for my business when I was doing it on my own. And that helped me to develop the system that I now teach inside of my business task management system, which you get access to inside of Systemize Your Biz. And I do keep all of that electronically inside of a workflow that's connected to my cockpit. All of that stuff kind of all bundled up is an operating system for your company. Um, And that is what Tobos teaches. But the foundation of that is your task management. And that's what we go through inside of Systemize Your Biz. I was able to craft that and understand that because of what I was doing with my monthly layout and my paper planner for a long time. And then I switched it and made sure that it was digital so that, uh, you know, we all live and learn. Um, It was a really great process for me to understand what my process needed to be. And then now that I've really been able to systemize that and get it out of my paper planner, I've been able to outsource it to people. When you keep your business inside of your paper planner, no one else has access to that. And it makes it really hard for you to grow when you are keeping all of the work to yourself. So now my monthly grid is just for personal stuff. The sixth thing that I have here on my list are my habits. So when you look at your weekly view and you're looking at this whole layout down in the very bottom left-hand side, there's just some negative space and I track my habits there. All of the things that I want to be tracking throughout the week, like my water, how often I get to the gym, how many meals I'm eating that are supporting the nutrition, like in my, which one is this? Let me look. In my 2021 planner, I have paleo written and now it's my macros, right? Which they're still pretty paleo focused, but it's changed over the years, but it's still the exact same process. It's still the same thing that I'm writing here. I'm just tracking different things and my time blocks ebb and flow, but it's still the exact same method and same for everything here for my fundamental needs and my routine stacks and my weekly to-dos. Everything is identical and that's what gives me the consistency and the organization that I need to not feel overwhelmed all the time. Let's talk about number seven. This is actually in the very back of the month. So in the monthly section after the month has um, ended, as I flip through my pages here, let me open it up. There is a spot, oh, which I love this. This is my 2021 planner. I have a lot. These things are absolutely stunning and I keep them displayed in my office, but it is so fantastic to be able to pull them down and just look at like what you've been through (laughs) and what you've accomplished. 
because there's just so much work, you know, it's just so much work that we do on a regular basis. And when you come back and you have this, it's such a beautiful thing to look at. Not only is the actual product stunning, but the work that you do in your life is incredible too. And this is such a beautiful place. So number seven is in that monthly section and it's my gratitude. So I put down everything that I'm really grateful for in just kind of like a short journaling moment at the end of the month. It's such a beautiful thing. I actually build time to do this every single month. And I will say that throughout 2023, so much of my life has not happened the way that I wanted because so much of my life was happening the way that I wanted. (laughs) We moved and like so much happened, which were all such incredible things. And you know, my home management and my business systems both helped me to stay consistent and have the best year in my business that I've had and have the best year in my life that I've ever had, honestly. But there's a lot of things that got missed. Like, I don't think I have really any praise reports done in my planner, (laughs) my gratitude check-in. I don't think I did any, any of them. It's just been a lot of work this year and I'm okay with that. I might just go back and put a note in there at any given time. This is not a thing that has to be perfect. That's really what I love about the whole process is when you hold yourself to this idea of being perfect and having to use a planner in a way that is perfect, you're going to set yourself up to not be productive and not succeed But to have something foundational that you can go back to and try and train yourself to go back to as often as you can, it begins to be something really fun and a guide for you that encourages you along the way instead of makes you, you know, feel bad about how little you did it. And I'm really excited to see what I'm able to accomplish next year as I dive back in a little bit deeper into this process. When you write down your gratitude, there's not really you know, any perfect way of doing this or any, any real structure to it. I try and touch on most areas of my life from my marriage to my kids, um, to the gifts and the blessings that I've had my business, obviously any of my other relationships, things that have happened for my kids, not just for me, but what, what has actually happened for the people that I love. I'm really grateful for those things too my health, all kinds of things. You just write down as much as you possibly can, which actually leads me to the two bonus things that I didn't really want to leave out because they're some of my favorite parts of using this planner and using a planner in general. So the first bonus tip or number eight is my monthly highs in home and business. Now this is different from gratitude because sometimes being grateful for things doesn't necessarily mean that it was something that was good. Sometimes we can be grateful for hardships. Sometimes we can be grateful for silence. We can be grateful for a lot of things, but I also really like to track, you know, those moments that were like real good. You know, I, I have very specific performance metrics that I track for my company, my KPIs, And I like to track some of those in my home too. A lot of these are based on what Blaine and I sit down and talk about in our marriage retreats. And so I like to sit 
and look at how many dates did we go on that month? And, you know, if there's anything specific that I was wanting to do with the kids, did we go on a trip? Like, what are the things that I'm wanting to accomplish and really know what went really, really well? And what were those highs that I experienced? So they're quantifiable. Honestly, a lot of them, you should be able to put a number two. And it's really cool to be able to have that data to go back and look at later on. Last, but certainly not least, the second bonus way or number nine on your list that I absolutely highly recommend you diving into so that you can use a paper planner to help you become more productive. And we could dive into why this works and so many other things. But in order to stick to what's supposed to be a short episode that I can't seem to ever make happen, it is making sure that your personal goals for the quarter are in your planner. Now, you also could do your business goals, obviously, but in that quarterly section of the dream planner, it's going to be very, very, very clear what you're going to be focusing on. It's going to talk about what your fundamental needs are. And Blaine and I have started doing this together. And it's been such a beautiful process for me to sit down and recalibrate what are we what are we doing? What are we really trying to do in the next three months and not get too ahead of ahead of myself because it's hard to do the whole year, you know, and though everything changes so often. So this is such a fantastic exercise for you to do. I highly recommend it is to set your personal goals for the quarter. Make sure they're aligning with what you need to do for the year. Obviously, you should be doing this in your business too, but in a different on a different platform outside of your paper planner. Not to say there's anything wrong with doing it there, but I like to keep this a little bit more personal and private and give myself a little space to breathe outside of my business every once in a while and have this be a really special kind of connection point between what I do with my time, what I'm feeling inspired and called to do and have it journaled honestly in this incredible book. Okay, well, here is to you wrapping up the last three months of 2023 and for us to do our very best in these last three months to try and bring home as much productivity as we can together. And I am greatly looking forward to celebrating all of the holidays to come and a brand new year with you here very, very soon. Before we wrap up today's episode, I want to extend a sincere invitation to you, an incredible wife, mom, and woman who has serious dreams of making change, to really take what you learned today and implement even just a small part of it in your life. When you make changes, it inspires everyone around you. If today's episode resonated with you, I'm certain it will resonate with others too. So head over to iTunes, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. Your review will help more women discover our podcast and join our supportive community. But your impact doesn't stop there. You hold the power to motivate and equip the women closest to you in your life with a simple, hey girl, let's do this together. Text this episode to your best friend or maybe even your mama. Whoever it is in your life that's knee deep in the same kind of chaos you're in, they need to know about this system too. And if you're feeling fancy, you can even take a screenshot of this episode tag me and post it to your stories because together we can create a trail of wisdom for all the incredible women around us reshaping how we not only care for ourselves 
but each other. I can't wait to connect with you on Instagram until we meet back here again real soon for the next episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast.